Hey there, everyone. It's Camber here with the Yoprono. I am here today with Tim Nowak, 37-year-old founder and CEO of Emergency Medical Solutions. He is currently uh, in Florida at this time, but says his home base is uh, Wisconsin. So we'll we'll talk more about that in a second. Um, and I always like to mention how we get connected to our interviews. And so Ryan Thorne, who we heard from last year, back in 2020, um, connected us with Tim. And, and Tim just mentioned to me before the interview that they met over LinkedIn. So always love to hear that, um, you know, the power of connection, just being in the same industry, they found each other that way and have, you know, established a relationship through that. So I think that's a great, uh, great way to start the interview. So Tim, thanks so much for being here. Give us a brief background on yourself. Just go ahead and get started. Hey, Camber. No, thanks for the uh, the introduction and thanks for the opportunity here. It's it's, it's a great chance to connect and, and network, like you mentioned. Uh, I'm Tim Nowak. I'm the founder and CEO of Emergency Medical Solutions. Uh, my background is in the emergency services industry, uh, primarily EMS, ambulance services, and the fire service. So I started my career in uh, Wisconsin as a firefighter paramedic. I uh, did a lot of education and training in the meantime and eventually uh, developed my own training and consulting company. Uh, doing freelance education and the, the company's kind of morphed over the years to do a number of other opportunities uh, but now I'm into a lot of like freelance writing some social market uh, social media influencing and uh, you know really anything that's EMS related I kind of have my hand into it somehow uh, one way or another mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's at least brought me from Wisconsin to Colorado working with different opportunities uh, over here to Florida with the senior management position and actually now I'm, I'm kind of scaling back a little bit and transitioning back over to Wisconsin, which I call home. And it, it seems crazy uh, going from, you know, frigid Wisconsin to Colorado, which is kind of a, like wonderful weather uh, to Florida, which is the ideal state for some ple uh, people, but it's, it's, it's misery for me. I can't yeah. do it. And then back to Wisconsin, which to me is home. So right. uh, all over the place. Yeah, you really have been. Um, so let's start by going all the way back to, you know, your early part of your career. Um, you know, young professional, the, the definition of young professional is anyone between the ages of 21 and 39 years old. So that's a really long, wide space um, where you can be a young professional. And obviously you're in very different career, like you're in a very different stage than you were when you were 21 years old. Mm -hmm. So let's go back from the very beginning, um, you know, and obviously not, not going year by year here, but kind of touch on those big milestones for you, like really um, what stood out in that career path from 21 to now 37. Yeah, and, and a couple of years before that, you know, I, I was fortunate where I, I knew what I wanted to do <clears throat> as far as a, a career we getting involved in the fire service and EMS industry in high school. So from there, I, I really just went into it all, you know, all in, mm -hmm. uh, got involved in programs right in high school, I uh, worked on college credits, uh, was able to walk into my associate degree program with uh, about 30% of it done wow. um, and, and get done with a, a two-year program in just over a year and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, walk right into my, my dream job at the time, which is unique. I mean, usually positions like that, uh, there were 750 applicants uh, for my position, which was hiring seven. Mm -hmm. And I was fortunate to be one of the seven. Uh, so, you know, it started early, but from yeah. there, uh, I was able to transition through, you know, kind of the ranks of the industry. And, you know, what really started at least kind of my company and, and getting it going was was a little bit of a need for disruption and change. Um, my industry is, is kind of traditionally focused and based. And, you know, the way that we have always done things is just the easiest way to keep going. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, uh, agencies that I was doing training with, you know, wanted something different and uh, regulations were changing to allow difference, but the institutions weren't doing it. Uh, so I took a risk and broke away from what was traditional, uh, started my own company, probably burned some bridges in the meantime, but started my own company and, and started to tailor um, to what the market wanted. And it kind of went from there and, and, yeah. and I've been able to at least move around and, you know, ebb and flow with the industry and uh, change some of my practices in between there. But, but that's kind of like the, the start of it. And at least what seems to be the, 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 the switching changing point. Yeah. Um, well, there's a few things I want to kind of pick apart from there. Uh, the first being just a personal note, my, I have a cousin who is, you know, doing, I guess he knew early on that this was, you know, somewhat what he wanted to do. And so like you, um, he got those classes in before he even got to college, which I think is huge if you can do that. And of course, not everyone has the luxury of doing that. Um, but I think that's an important point. So thank you for bringing that up. The second thing that you mentioned was, you know, you saw a need in the market. And I think for any entrepreneur, um, that is key, you know, figuring out where there's a gap, where there's a hole and how you can be that solution um, to the problem. So I think that's another, you know, great point. Um, for people who are interested in this space, this industry, you know, what are some skill sets that you believe you have um, that would be helpful for others who might be interested in this space to, uh, you know, kind of take note of and maybe sharpen their tools a little bit? Uh, yeah, you know, getting into the emergency services industry, you know, whether it's police, fire, EMS, ambulance service, um, I, I think it's a little bit different than those that traditionally want to go like in the healthcare route, like in the hospital setting, like a nurse. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're a different breed of people. And I'm sure a nurse would agree with that. And, and so would a, you know, a paramedic or a firefighter. So we're, we're a little bit different and, and kind of messed up on our own unique way. Um, but certainly the, there are you know, technical hands-on skills, but also soft skills mm -hmm. that uh, are, are just hard to find. And right. I think a lot of agencies and departments are are appreciative of the soft skills and being able to relay that, you know, we are indeed taking care of people and families and, um, you know, being able to portray that and communicate that I think is an important thing. Uh, mm -hmm. But certainly, you know, being able to physically do whatever the job is, uh, is a big part of it. Absolutely. And, and you, you did mention uh, the phrase uh, messed up in their own sort of way. Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, you know, it's, it's unique where in, in many situations, you know, people call for help uh, or they, you know, hit the hit the red button and then they run away. Uh, yet we're the crazy ones that are running toward the problem. Um, you know, most intuition would say house is on fire, leave house. Um, whereas we're crazy enough to say house is on fire. Awesome. I'm going in. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that's a little bit messed up. Yeah, it is. Um, thank you for, for expanding on that a little yeah. bit. And, uh, and, you know, in a, in a healthy, safe, appropriate way, but yes. yeah, it, it's still unique. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, tell us about your day to day. What do you do now? You know, in your, in, when you're in Florida, what does your day to day look like as the founder and CEO? Yeah. You know, so right now I'm, I'm, uh, transparently, I'm, I'm, I'm in kind of a transition point. Uh, I left my full-time job, mm -hmm. uh, which is just a, a position that, was was sold to me as something great and wonderful mm -hmm. and it was worth uh, an 1800 mile move mm -hmm. um but after getting here it 
was not that. So that is certainly the the risk of moving up in the world, mm-hmm. or or moving into management. Is you know there are there are times where you're going to hit the jackpot. Yeah. And there are times where you were going to flop. Um, this one was a flop. So yeah. back to the drawing board. Um, and, and that's unfortunate. You know when you have a family and and. Yeah you know, a mortgage and all that stuff to kind of work off of. Uh, right now, though, focusing on my company, you know, my, my goal over the next year is to really just to stay remote. Uh, I've got another child coming on the way so that, you know, uh, adds into the equation. Um, but it also opens up the opportunity and it kind of makes me realize how much I have been away from home and focusing on career so much that it's time to kind of reshift priorities and focus on what I've missed. Yeah. Um, so my goal is to be home. So, you know, a lot of my day right now is, is continuing with the, the freelance work that I have already established, mm-hmm. but then also hustling and, and trying to get more or, or find new opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with more time, um, I'm able to now actually capitalize on some of the opportunities that I had to pass up before mm-hmm. uh, because of the newfound time. So it's, it's unique, it's vulnerable, um, but it's, it's also you know, I, I'm, I'm optimistic about what is next. Yeah. I mean, I think that's wonderful. One, thank you for being so open about all of that, because I think um, I'm really very moved by your, your comparison. You know, sometimes, you know, with the risk of management comes, you're either going to hit the jackpot or you're going to flop. And of course that, that won't happen in your early career because you're likely not moving into management in your first few years out of school. And so just like I tell people now in the audience for the Yo Pro no, that you likely won't love your first job. You likely might not love your, your fifth job. You know what I mean? Like it just, it, it is all so situational. Um, and I think companies just unfortunately don't do a very good job of communicating um, the expectations, the culture, I think that's probably the biggest thing. I don't know what specifically it was that about your, you know, your role, but I really, um, really applaud you for, you know, taking this next step and hustling and, you know, recognizing what you want and what you need, because, um, you know, family is also very important. It's not something I talk much about with the Opro No, um, not because, you know, I'm averse to it. It's just, this is a professional platform. However, we are, I'm wrapping up here because I want to talk, I want to ask you another question. (laughs) Um, But, you know, family is very important in in many young professionals lives. So Mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit more about that piece? And, um, you know, how big is your family? You know, how have you been able to, to, you know, set some boundaries? Yeah, you know, and, and what makes my situation, or at least my, you know, speaking on my industry, <clears throat> excuse me, what makes my, my situation unique is uh, when I was more of a firefighter paramedic and working in that clinical field role, uh, my, my hours were a 24-hour schedule. So, you know, essentially working 10 or so days a month, but 24 hours, and, and sometimes, you know, being awake and functioning for full 24, uh, the longest I've ever been awake and functioning was 36 hours. Uh, straight. So I'm uh, not saying that's safe or wonderful, but that's reality. Um, so going from that type of schedule to, you know, traditional management days, you know, Monday through Friday, uh, nine to five, or, you know, pretty much seven until five or seven to seven, you know, 60 hours a week. Um, <clears throat> you know, that, that type of opportunity uh, changes things, changes the, di- the dynamic. 
And in, you know, with, with families, I mean, I'm fortunate where, you know, the, the goal, the plan with my wife was for her to always stay home. Uh, so I've always had the mentality that I would rather work five jobs than have her work one. Um, and, and, you know, we're on board with that. So between her, um, my daughter, who's seven, and then, uh, you know, a new one on the way pretty soon here, plus some, plus some dogs running around the house. Um, do you know, do you know if it's a boy or girl coming? No, okay. no, we'll, we'll find out the day of. Oh, exciting. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, it's unique and it, it, having the, the support where, you know, she has been willing to, all right, let's, let's pack up and let's go to Colorado. This sounds pretty cool. Or, you know, this, you know, Colorado was a great job. And the only, the only reason I left there was, was to move up. So that, that pursuit of moving up um, is, is consuming. It really is. And if you don't have a family to support your professional sense, um, you, you've got to give or take from one or the other. And, and having said that too, um, I, I've learned that it's not, not possible or not as probable to be successful at both. Um, I am, uh, admittedly so, I, I am not the, the parent that I would like to be uh, or the father that I would like to be. I'm not saying I'm a bad parent, um, but I'm not as great as I would like to be mm -hmm. because of my pursuit of up. And you know, having spent the last uh, year in a crappy place has made me realize that you know, I, I wanna focus on what is better and good. And I can still do that professionally, uh, working from home, and, and you know the opportunities there. So yeah. uh, you've got to be creative, and you've got to be willing to take some chances and do some things different. But that that's life. That's grown-up problems. Right. No, I think uh, very well said. And again, thanks for being so open with that. Mm -hmm. um, I was recently told, uh, and it's something I've heard time and time again. But it's just more recently, it's been kind of um, at the forefront of my mind. But like everything you do is really a risk. And oh, yeah. so you, you know, you just said that, um, and even like choosing to be remote, to be, you know, with your family, that's a risk in a way. Um, mm -hmm. and I let, I think your point about it's hard to be successful at both, um, is, is probably something that a lot of people can, can resonate with. So, um, so all very good points. I am mindful of our time. So I do want to wrap up with a few final questions. Um, what, what would you tell yourself, you know, looking back? uh, when you first got into the industry, what would you tell yourself now? Um, you know, that, that, that's, that's a hard question. Um, because I, you know, I, I by no means have any regrets of any move I've made in the past, whether it was successful or unsuccessful or, or detrimental or uh, extremely profound. Um, I have absolutely failed and I have absolutely succeeded here and there. So, I think that the, you know, the moves themselves have created who I am and made me learn the lessons, whether it's the, the easy way or the hard way. Um, so I guess I would tell myself, you know, keep going. Um, you know, there are probably some times where I probably shouldn't have been as bold or, or loud spoken as I, as I was, but at the same time, um, that that's, I'm kind of known as a disruptor in the industry, I think. So it is what it is, you know, that, that's, that's my, characteristic that's also my flaw so um i i would say keep going and you but certainly know. you don't know until you yeah. try i mean one bold move you know mm -hmm. you don't know until you do it yeah you know uh, keep going uh keep connecting and uh and, and certainly too you know make make smart 
objective financial decisions so that you can afford to succeed, you can afford to fail. Love that. Um, well, Tim, thank you so much for your time today. Any last minute words of advice or any other parting thoughts you want to leave with this audience? Yeah, you know, nothing crazy offhand, but, uh, you know, it's all about opportunity and you don't know what's going to pop up next. Uh, you don't know where it's going to come from. I would have never expected uh, going from Wisconsin to Colorado, then to Florida, and then eventually just making a triangle back to Wisconsin, uh, literally in the back in the same place. So, um, you know, it, it was risky making the first move. Then it was kind of fun making the, the next move, um, even going from here. You know, now I, I grew up in a family in a setting where, you, you know, you didn't leave uh, literally five miles from where you started. So, uh, you know, going across the country, 1,600 to 1,800 miles one way and the other way, it's it's not easy. Right. Um, but it's been worth worth it. Yeah. And you can always go back to where you came from. You know, maybe not the same setting, but there, there are ways. Absolutely. Um, well, I think, I think that's a great way to end the interview, Tim. Thanks again for your time today. Thank you. I appreciate it.